Welcome back to Master Your Ash. I'm your host, Michael Prisdale, and tonight I'm going to be smoking the Kubo. And this is the Maduro Petite Corona. This is a five and three quarter by 40 ring gauge cigar. And it is a Nicaraguan Puro. Comes to us courtesy of multiple factories. Part of the binders coming from the Oliva factory. The other parts, the fillers are Nicaraguan. There's coming from two different farms, one in Condega and one in the Jalapa region. This is created in Esteli, Nicaragua as it is a dapper cigar. This being my first dapper cigar that I think I've ever had, or maybe I had one and I just didn't know I was smoking a dapper cigar. The story behind this is that um, Gonzalez Puentes, he is the tobacco procurer for dapper cigars. and. Prior to Dapper, worked for Perdomo for a number of years. Cuba Maduro, this is actually one of his personal kind of touches. It was originally supposed to be released as a box press cigar, but not really a huge fan of box press cigars, thinking that they're more of a gimmick than anything else. He decided to make it into standard Parejo sizes. And the Petite Corona, the Corona, and the Lonsdale are the three limited Vitola sizes. The Robusto, the Toro, and the Gorda are all regular production sticks. So in order to get the Petite Corona, which is a limited edition stick, not limited edition, but it is limited in how it's distributed and how many are created every year, um, you do have to purchase the other ones at your retailer. So if they carry Kubo, probably carry the other sizes as well. And this was sent in by Sean. Thank you so much, brother. Really, really appreciate you sending in this stick. He actually sent me two of the Maduro Petit Corona. So I'm guessing that you sent me two just because of the fact that it is that good. <laughs> just kidding. On the cold draw, there is slight raisin, almost date or fig, and then a touch of cedar. The wrapper on it is San Andres Maduro, and that is one of my favorite wrappers. It's one of my favorite just tobaccos to use in cigar blends. So I really appreciate it whenever a cigar company is using um, San Andres. Off the initial pre-light, there's a ton of, ton of smoke, voluptuous amount of smoke that kind of Raisin, fig, date. There is a decent amount of pepper on the retro hail. On the palate though, not that bad. The, the dominant flavor note is chocolate. Maybe even a slight kind of uh, bitter cocoa note along with kind of a finish of the port slash fig date raisiny kind of quality to it. There's no grass, really. A little bit of barnyard, not a ton of heather honey notes or anything like that. Some dark molasses. But I think that this cigar has really hit its stride in the second third. You know, the first third, there were a couple of flavors here and there that were, you know, it felt like you were trying to kind of draw at, uh, you were trying to pull at straws in order to get them out. Now that we're out of that first third, the pepper is still very intense, almost eye-watering on the retrohale. However, on the palate, 
you do get all of the chocolate notes with like a slight hint of herbaceous notes, almost like a, a licorice-y kind of anise flavoring to it. Really, really nice. And I think that this particular cigar so far would pair exceptionally well with a little bit of green chartreuse. Not just because it's uh, I'm filming this on World Chartreuse Day, but and it was kind of in my in my mind. Um, but I do think that the the slight anise with the chocolate pairs very very well with some chartreuse. In the video that I did last year, talking about the Candela Illusions, the the Illusione CG4 White Horse in Candela, um, that was you know, green and it was bold. It had enough spice notes to carry itself. It had the herbaceous note going on and stuff like that. But one thing that that cigar doesn't have a ton of is chocolate. And that's where something like this can really interact with chartreuse on a different kind of level. And for those of you that have never had chartreuse in your hot chocolate, that's an amazing drink. Just brew yourself up some hot chocolate, throw in a little shot of chartreuse, and have yourself a blast. So we are back, smoking on down this final third, and this is this is a pretty nub-worthy stick, I must say. Thank you so much to Sean T for sending this in, and I really enjoyed this. You know, like there's not so this is this is a great example of a cigar that kind of hit its stride in the second third, maintained to the final third, and is still tasty in the final third. Didn't fall off in flavor, it didn't get so pungent like a Fu Manchu that it became unsmokable, or something that I'm gonna regret smoking down to the end later, like that one was. I didn't go over price point. Box of 15 runs you about $130 to $150 per box. So you're looking at a stick that can be found for under 10 bucks, which Dapper Cigars, they seem to have a pretty legitimate value-driven kind of price point. And the fact that they're sourcing from really, really good farms, like there is some Oliva factory tobacco or Oliva family tobacco in this. And we all know how I feel about Oliva. It's quality stuff. I can't say that it tastes exactly like an Oliva V or G or any of the Oliva expressions, but you can kind of taste that there's that that pepper, that spice, that chocolate note that you get from a lot of Nicaraguan heavy cigars, especially Nicaraguan Poros, and this one being one of those definitely has that. Has that Jalapa Valley binder. It has that San Andres kind of wrapper to it. All of this stuff is quality. So for the $10 price point, La la la. For the $10 price point, I think this is worth trying. As far as pairing notes, I went over the Chartreuse Hot Cocoa. I still think that that's gonna be one of the best pairings for this as far as cocktails go. If you didn't want something warm, and you wanted something cool, <laughs> or something at least room temp, I think that you could do pretty well with some dark rums. I think that this has enough body to stand up to them, and I also think that maybe a little bit of extra molasses and sweetness would really complement this cigar and all of those bitter notes the kind of light, maybe citrus notes that are hidden and trapped behind the bitter notes would maybe express themselves a little bit more if I had some dark rum. But other than that, thank you so much for watching. Please feel free to like, comment, and subscribe below. All the YouTube specific things. And, or can we even say that now? Is it is it just like all of the uh, YouTube rumble, Odyssey, Spotify, BitChute thing? <laughs>
No, I'm just playing. But uh, yeah, please feel free to like, comment, and subscribe below. Let me know what your favorite Dapper Cigar is. This, I believe, is the first one that I've ever tried. And I'm looking forward to trying all of them in the future. If I can. If I can get my hands on them. Sean, thank you so much for sending this in. I'll catch you next time for another cigar review.